Hello and welcome to The Point of Everything. My name is Ono Sullivan and today's guest on the show is God Knows. He's one third of the Choice Prize winning Russ and Gano family who are on the podcast back on TPOE number 53. A month after they won the Choice Prize, we recorded that in April 2017 upstairs in the bars. If you want to check that, we talked about their journey up to winning the Choice Prize and everything that happened since. Uh, it's not something that we really talk about with God Knows uh, in his interview. So just if you want if you want to get the, the down low on the family, you can uh, check that TPOE 53 with Russ and Gano family. God Knows has so much new music brewing up. There's none on this episode, just so you know. He did play me some afterwards, though, and I can confirm I am very, very excited for him to release that out into the world. We got a taster of what's brewing in the uh, Midwest, in Limerick and Clare, when Denise Chyla, who featured on Russ and Gano Family's album, released two tracks last week, Dual Citizenship and Copper Bullet. So she was actually down with God Knows. They came down from Limerick to... Cork uh, last weekend and we had a great chat. I'm hopefully going to chat to Denise later in the year and I'm so excited about talking to her. She, Those two tracks are just unbelievable. She's instantly up there as one of the most exciting new artists in the country and she's going to have an unbelievable year. So Denise Chyla, remember the name and check those two tracks. They're, they're so great. But God knows in his own right has been a very, very busy boy. He talks on the podcast about how he wants to collaborate with anyone and everyone. And I totally believe him. Uh, If you do make music, get on to God Knows. It sounds like he is uh, interested in talking to you. So I'll I'll let him do the pitching. But uh, he released a really, really great track called Keep Your Heart. It was part of Loa's series of remixes for This Heart EP. And God Knows made that with uh, some of the Sim Sima guys and Bantam. And there was a really great video as well by Paul Mahan. Uh, He called it his most personal track to date. And you can hear why. It's a track that kind of stops you in your tracks and makes you, you know, really gets you listening. So that's a taster of what's to come from God Knows, who's, yeah, he's going to have a great 2019. He's just been announced to be supporting DWE on February 8th at the Sugar Club in Dublin. So uh, you can go there if you really cannot wait to hear God Knows His Music. So without further ado, uh, thanks a lot for listening to the podcast. You know, you know, you know, subscribe, rate, whatever, whatever you want to do with uh, Apple Podcasts. That would be really appreciated. And feel free to share the chat. That'd be nice. But uh, let's get into it. This is God Knows in my living room in Cork. He, he was on form thought it was a really really good interview so uh here we go tell me about what you've got building up in in the midwest at the moment it seems like there's a nice collection brewing up yeah there's a there's a lot of um just a lot of great mcs doing their thing at the moment uh in the southwest i mean we can even just start off here in cork city i mean i love what the outsiders are doing uh i love outsider yp that's that's my brother that's like genuinely uh, a brother of mine um there's a lot of mcs uh that also work in the cabin shout out to gmc legend absolute legend uh, one of the first ever cds i saw when i went into hmv and i saw it was an irish artist was gmc and that was that was a cool moment for me that made me say to myself like bro like there's other people who have their cds on in hmv and i was i was a kid then so I, yeah shout out to gmc 
such a don. Uh, also, Gatch, also from here, he's sick. He also works a lot with GMC. So, uh, shout out to all the MCs that work with GMC down here. And shout out to the outsiders. And Jaronic as well. I could name a lot of MCs from here. I love, I love what everyone's doing. But if you come down our way in Limerick City, there is the somewhere in Ireland, I guess, will I say the episodes or will I say the, I'm not sure the way to phrase it, but like there is a series, series, I think it is, which is, which features a lot of MCs from Limerick. Uh, Strange Boy Nature, uh, formerly known as Joan and DK. He is one of my favorite MCs in Ireland, period. There is also Hazy Hayes from Same Difference. And because I think they're also on their journey. So Hazy's doing a lot of stuff with a record label that just started uh, in Limerick. It started just, uh, I think, a little under a year called Prescription Music. And they got a lot of producers and MCs and they all come together and I think Strange Boy Nature and Hazy Hayes are part of that collective so and that collective is also part of what's bringing you the Somewhere in Ireland uh, series which has been fantastic featuring Ganyu and Hoover from Dublin as well so there's a lot of people coming in and out also from Claire my guy shout out to Mankey uh, sick producer uh, from Milltown, Bay, County Clare, you know, is, you know, I need to shout out to more Clare people, even though, you know, I work so much with Limerick that I might as well be from there, but shout out to the Banner County, you know, um, of course, Denise Chyla released her uh, debut EP, but she's been killing it with us for a long time, uh, people will know her from working and, and killing it uh, every single time she stepped on stage with uh, RF. There's just a, a lot of amazing people. And shout out to Merle on the production of uh, the Jewel Citizen EP as well. Like, he killed it. He's an absolute wizard. He's in the studio making absolute bangers. Every time I'm in his, every time I'm in his studio, I just, like, I just have to, like, marvel at what he's doing. So... That's a lot of people doing stuff in the Southwest. So I'm I'm really proud to be repping the Southwest at the moment. Okay, so let, let's try and unpack everything that you just said. There's loads we'll, uh, that we'll delve into there. The GMC, seeing him his record or CD for sale in HMV, was that the first time where you thought that, oh, Irish rap is a thing and it's something that can be done? Like, I presume that was like the mid-noughties or, or yeah, was yeah, it yeah. like er, er, uh, early 20-teens? Yes, I, it was, I definitely was in my teens and... I hadn't met I hadn't met all the people that had been doing it for a long while before that. Like I hadn't met my name is John. I hadn't met Naive Ted. I hadn't met anybody at that time. It was just me and my friends with a dream. And at that time, you know, I used to use my mom's pulling socks and a hanger as the pop filter. I used to record in, you know, the wardrobe of my room with uh headphones that I borrowed from school. Uh so yeah, shout out to Caymans. I thank you guys. So when I went into HMV, I was like, raw, like this is somebody from Ireland, yo. Like at that time, I actually thought GMC was from Limerick, to be honest with you. Uh, but then, I don't know, Bebo. <laughs> I went and Beboed uh, GMC and I said, raw, he's from Cork. <laughs> so yeah, that, that definitely fueled me on. 
And so like all of the rappers and all the producers that you just named there, do you think that it's just because of like the internet that there is suddenly like a huge groundswell of rap that's kind of coming to the fore from all corners of Ireland as well? They're able to kind of coalesce online and work through like sending each other beats and things like that. That's something that you couldn't do 10 years ago. Yeah, I think that it's confidence though. Uh, more so confidence is the thing that has uh, changed the landscape because when I was in school spitting I've said this a million times all my friends would be like sure why are you doing that like you know that was the thing that you'd hear the most and now if even you have just two bars they're like why not (laughs) you know I think confidence has changed so much and of course like you know there's also uh, a little bit of a flaw in the fact that, you know, not everybody feels like they can do it. I know that's how, like, it when I watch interviews from American artists, like, there's, if they're anyway an OG, they're kind of upset that these kids can just do it. But at the same time, like, I do like, I like both. I like the fact that it's like, a why not? Um, but I think our confidence has raised so much so that there's the fear of saying, I want to do this and I'm serious is not something you should be embarrassed about. I think before there was kind of like, I'll quietly do this until I feel like I'm good enough. But sometimes waiting too long means kind of you always miss the boat and you're then kind of going, oh, I should have, I should have. But now, you know, so-and-so from Cork and so-and-so from Clare or so-and-so from anywhere on uh, the island of Ireland is saying, rah, let's do it. You know, let's do it. Let's do it. Why not? And uh, I'm... I'm very much in love with the why not question at the moment. That's my favorite thing. So I think that's what's changed it. And I think many people are on my wave. I, you know, I'm stepping out my boat and walking on on, on whatever water and I'm not going to sink because I can see it, man. I can actually see that we, we, are, we have something special. We have something that England is going to envy. And and America or whoever has their own thing, France, whoever, whoever. I don't mean to point at uh, one particular place. Can you kind of be a little bit arrogant as well and be like Ross and Gano family have kind of had an influence in terms of people seeing that you can you can kind of get the success now that you wouldn't have gotten five years ago. Like y- you guys were the se- I think that I'm right in saying you're the second rap act that was nominated for the Choice Prize. The first was Messiah um, uh, J. Messiah J and the Expert back in 2008 or 2009 and it took another eight years for another rap act to be nominated two years later we have Kojak which I think is the best album of 2018 Um, and and, like it just it just seems like before rap was kind of seen as the outlier in Irish music but now it's the most exciting music that's being made in Ireland and I think it kind of comes back to Russ and Gano family I mean, can you can you actually take the uh, can you take the um I hate to be soldier boy right now, no, but um no, um you know what? As much as I want to, I think that that's I think everything sometimes is opinion based and I don't want to I don't want to uh I don't wanna force it. I think if people feel that, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But again, I'm so in love with the music that I'm just happy it's happening. I think sometimes I think I watched so many interviews on, 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 on online, but I love what 2 Chain said. If you get caught up in in feeling like, you, you know, you got something, 
you actually f- focus on that and you miss the moment where you should just go back and work hard. So I'll leave that in the air and I'll focus on I'll focus over there where I need to and that's the music. So I I don't really I think I'll leave that to people. Uh, so yeah, if if that's how people feel, uh, big thumbs up. But you must be the guy that people are coming to looking for advice now because of all the experience you've had with Russ and Gano family over the past three or four years. Like you guys have, I don't know if toured the world is the right phrase. You've definitely like gone to England and I don't know how much further afield you've gone. But I mean, that's experience that you can um, give out to other people. Yeah, I think what it is, is for me, if if they're my friends, I talk to uh, there's a lot of people who are like who are my friends who we have those long chats and I, and I love it because it goes both ways it goes both ways and yeah even though, like I know I have the experience but again sometimes there is sometimes when people have an experience they can come back feeling like right I went there you know like I got there and then it, I didn't feel I, I got there and it wasn't what I thought it would be da, 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 and you might be so disheartened but what I love is meeting people who are excited to get ready to go on their journey as well, because then you get you remember why you went on that journey in the first place. And I think that's one thing that's rejuvenating me and doing a lot for me. And I think what happens is that iron sharpens iron no matter what. So I'm, you know, I love talking to Jafaris. That's my my brother who is killing it at the moment shout out to uh jaff man he's a don he just um, released a track on friday oh man real track yo you are not ready <laughs> that's all i can say like i know i know that you know people are not ready same you know uh same thing when i see kojak and the soft boy movement like you know i know that one thing that's beautiful is that like everyone is not is not even shown what level of you know like sickness they're gonna show because i know for sure everyone's got something coming like i know it's like everyone's just gearing up now you know everyone's now saying wait for me like you're not ready for what i'm gonna do so yeah it's it's really an amazing time to actually be around a lot of musicians and i think um, when i speak to other people it's actually, it's both. They give me wisdom. I may give them wisdom. And then sometimes we may be like, yeah, but why do you think that? So, yeah, uh, I think it goes both ways. A uh, long-winded answer. <laughs> it's kind of a lot of uh, collectives as well that we're talking about. Like, um, Outsider has his thing. He's putting on, like, a mu- an Outsiders music festival in Cypress Avenue in Cork at the start of March. I don't know if you're going to be there. It's going to be an amazing show. I know... Uh, Teppy Rex is going to be there. J L O L is going to yep, be there. Yep. Uh, I love Stevie J. Yellow G is going to well. be DJing as well. Shout so out to the Godfather Stevie. That's Woo! it. He's a Godfather. And then you mentioned St- Softboy Records as well up in Dublin. Another collective. Like, are you build? Are you actually building something with all of those names that you mentioned? Like Denise, who's just released her music Shout on Friday. Um, you doing your own thing too? Uh, is is that something that you're actually like you're building your own stable, or is it just we'll see what happens? You know what? When I was when I was younger, I linked up with all my friends who also love music, and I think I was twenty three at the time. And I had this massive, you know, ambition because I was like, yeah, I want to just be around other people who do what I do, and that was cool. Like because that really kind of solidified my uh, friendship with Merley, you know, and um, that done a lot 
that done a lot but i think there's a time for everything and that was something that i did and i feel like that chapter is finished i feel like i want this nationwide so i don't necessarily feel like i want to start something that's gonna be this blah 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 i think the time for talk is over the time for uh fronting the time for looking cool i want to be in the dirt bro i want to be in the muck so if that means I have to drive to Belfast to meet a producer, I'm going. If that means I have to go to Dublin at the back end of nowhere, I'm going. Because I wanna see it happening. I don't wanna I don't wanna be like, raw like I'm just gonna start my little thing and it's gonna be on the pocket. No, that that time is over. Look at the outsiders, they're doing something. Softboy, they're doing something. D- Diffusing love, they're doing something. I want to be running and seeing it and being around it and then coming back and then doing my thing and um and then being more behind the scenes actually i want to be more behind the scenes while also doing the the thing i want to do the thing while also going around and seeing the 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 fruit happen so i think i want to be fertilizer man i'm gonna be fertilizer and i'm gonna go and pour all my energy all my wisdom all my time if you are an mc holla at me man uh if i feel like i have something to offer holla at me we can have a conversation maybe there's something you can teach me and something that hopefully i can also give to you and yeah i think that's who that's what i want to be what advice would you have for someone who is just starting out? Because you always hear about um, SoundCloud rappers now and kind of the mumble stuff that they're doing and kind of the stuff that's just starting. People can put their music on the internet. I love that stuff, away. you know, the mumble stuff. I used to be so embarrassed to say I love it. Yo, I'm going to be have my freedom right now. I love that mumble stuff. Like, I just want to say that <laughs> in, in, in confidence because I used to do so much for my anxiety i used to be so scared to like different things but not nah, i don't man uh like what i like uh but what i would the advice i'll give shout out to my little brother godwin uh he taught me how to he taught me what to like about a mumble rap but i, I wouldn't even call it that anymore because i feel like sometimes that's like an insult but um what i would say to anybody who's starting out is the biggest lesson i've learned is that there's not there's no such thing as I've made it. There's no such thing as I've made it. Um, because any day that you create music, you have made it. Because what can happen to you, the reason why many people quit is because they feel like they haven't got there or they will never get there. But the truth is, as a, as a musician, there's no such thing as I've made it. Uh, there is milestones, yeah. Like you, you get in, you know, like when we used to play, when we used to play Crash Bandicoot, and then you get to, you know, you, you smash into that question mark thingy and then you've got a nice little checkpoint, right? That's sort of because if I've, you know, like I was, I've been fortunate to be in the studio with some of my favorite musicians of all time. But that's not necessarily, you know, like I've made it. Nah, man. That, you know, that's not making it. You know, we, 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 by the grace of God, we won the choice prize, right? But that's not making it you know because if you feel like you've made it you might quit and that's the moment you take your eye off the prize and as somebody who who took the eye off the prize for a hot second i know that that's that might catch you out so never feel like you've made it just keep going because you are gonna you're gonna be successful so if if you are an mc if you are a musician 
I want to let you know something. You're going to be successful. You will be successful. Because if you're working hard, if you're dedicated, if you're passionate, and if you're serious, you are gonna you are gonna make it. But making it is being very good, because by being very good, you will get your. Uh, I know I'm a, I'm I'm a Christian, so I'm always gonna speak from this perspective. But there's a scripture that says, um, everybody gets their opportunity. It's just time and chance. So. Everyone will get their opportunity. It's just time and chance. So your time will come and your chance will be there. But that's where the second uh, quote comes from, Sir Mix-a-Lot, uh, who actually said, hard work is preparation for a lucky day. You know, so I balance both of those because if you're working hard, that you're preparing for someone, for Snoop Dogg to say, rah, like, you know, I, Noel Mikhail pass the manager this uh, EP and you're going to tour with him or, you know, you make an album and then everyone loves it, you win the choice prize. Or, you know, I could give you many opportunities that we've been fortunate to have, but that came from hard work. So you just keep working. You just keep working hard, bro. Or, or they, him, her, like, yo, you keep working hard. Just Just work hard because you'll get there. Everybody get the same everybody gets the same opportunity. It's time and chance. You just make sure that you you don't give up. That's the one thing. I, I guess it's like the first track that you're going to expose to the world that you're gonna upload and put online and stuff. I mean we saw Denise put up her first music on Friday after kind of years of it of like I, I had heard about Denise and as a spoken poet a couple of years ago. She's on your Choice Prize winning album as well. Like a lot of people were like, wait until you hear what she's going to come up with. And it's it's taken a few years for it to for it to happen. Like, was that a kind of a group effort? It was like she wasn't sure if she was ready. You were like, wait until you're sure what you want to do. I mean, actually pushing play and like letting it all out into the world. I mean, that must be the hardest thing. And it must be the, you know, the time is right. Knowing the time is right. Yeah. I mean, why why yeah. was the time right for Denise? Not to put, you know, um, words into her mouth or anything, but... I mean, I presume that you you helped her along the journey. You know what? Um, shout out to Denise. I think she she will come and and explain more of this uh, at a later date. But I think there's a you know it's funny because I could I could give you an answer that I feel like uh, is adequate, but I will be putting words into her mouth or uh, also. But I think this this thing about music as well is that you it's so unpredictable when it happens because it's just so happens it just so happens that Merle is producing again you know it just so happens that his studio is 10 minutes away from where Denise stays at the moment it just so happens that there's all this free time it just so happens that she has been you know working so again i'll come back to that same uh thing that you know sir mix said where it's like hard work is just preparation for a lucky day denise always showed up always showed up at every gig we done sometimes we would just randomly in the car whether it's john or merley like hey do you want to do you want to do the thing you know uh, sometimes with no rehearsal from us, just her rehearsing, just knowing, you know. She, um, so she's the one who always showed up. And right now, she keeps showing up. 
Uh, they say 80% of the job is showing up. And Denise always shows up. You know, whether, you know, we all get nervous, we all get anxious, but she always shows up. So to me, that's a testament of character, you know, because many people say they want to do something, but they never show up, you know. So always show up. Always show up on time as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But if you're going to be late, then text ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, what about you? You released your first music, As God Knows, when you did a remix of a lower track and you made it with Bantam and... Ben Bix from Melting Brains. Ben Bix as well. And you called it your most personal track yeah, today. Why, yeah, was... why was the time right for you to release something as well? Um, well, last year... Last year, actually, was lucky enough to be in the studio with a lot of people. And I think that's the aspect of, of it all, really, isn't it? It's that before anything, I was God knows, but then uh, I was fortunate enough to be in a group with uh, two of my brothers, uh, being John and Merle. But I've always been God knows. And I think one of the things that was beautiful about having a brother like John is that he always so to make sure like yo make sure you're always god knows and make sure you're always merely which is why we when we did eps together it was always god knows and my name is john and then it was god knows graham and my name is john and then it was merely uh surface tension which was produced by naive tater my name's john and then let the dead bury the dead came out so i never lost the aspect of being myself i think we got together to actually push things forward which let the dead bury the dead did and i'm fortunate that again you know I've, been, I've went around the world with my brothers so in a way the work has always been happening and i feel like i want to learn more again and this time around if you if i love your, your your work and i'm a fan i'm coming around to see you and we're gonna we're gonna work and trade ideas and the second part of the question is um you know why is keep your heart such a personal song because it uh you know there's a song that i i cried writing and i was losing my french i actually was in tears while writing it i wrote it at 4 a.m i don't know if i was crying because i was tired or if i was crying because i was remembering some tough stuff you were t you were crying because you were thinking oh, i have to get up in like three yeah, exactly <laughs> i've got to go to work now um but i think that you know it was me revisiting my teenage years my teenage years were not the easiest. And I know on losing my French, I actually spilled my guts out on what was, you know, genuinely truthful about what I went through in my family at 15. And on Keep Your Heart, it's, it's funny because losing my French is what was happening in inside home. And then Keep Your Heart is what was happening when I left the house. And um, I was so scared because... Um, but the keep your heart is I mentioned to I mentioned it's like I'm mentioning one person, but I'm mentioning maybe four or five people. But I was so scared that at least one of my friends was going to be like, yo, why are you saying that about me? Like, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. God knows. Like, why would you say that? Like, and, you know, it's funny because in one of the lines, I'm like, uh, then the big guy called me an N word and then you glassed him. No chances. And he was like, bro. I didn't glass him. He glassed me. <laughs> but then, yeah, he he won. My friend won the the battle. Uh, I don't know if that's crazy to say, but that's genuinely something that happened. But I was talking about 
what happened, you know. But I'm a I'm a I'm an artist, and sometimes in order to make the story great, I put some salt in there, and some spices and some seasoning. Um, but it's personal because I hated those times, man. Like I hated going to Kill Kitchen Disco because I had to be different. I had to be fake. I had to super try to fit in and. I hated, I hated every single moment of that, and it's so, it's so personal because like, it's something that I had to get, take years to get over, being like, feeling all of those emotions. So yeah, it's it's so much, so many feelings of some, you know, the things that I felt truthful about. I'm like, yeah, man, I wish I'd. I wish I had come to see you when you went inside. Uh, I how come I never did that? I don't know why. But you know, two years you were you know just in Limerick, and I never came to see you. Or so so many things that like I so many regrets, so many memories, so many you know some things are up, some things are down. Ah, oh, so many emotions, man. And that's one of the hardest thing about being an artist is like flipping. I pour my heart out on records, and you know. So yeah, that's that's the reason why it's so personal because ah, it's so truthful. <laughs> it's so truthful that it hurts. <laughs> do, do you find it cathartic, like pouring your heart into every track, like when you're writing about such truthful and old experiences? Like, do you find it cathartic to actually like put it down on page to actually sing the lines into a microphone? Yeah, it depends. It depends. It depends on the song. Um, it depends on the song. And if it comes naturally, yes. But if it doesn't come naturally, you probably never hear the song. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. It depends what I'm talking about as well. So if I'm talking about something that I genuinely... Because every time that... Anything that I... Anything that I put out, I have healed. That's the reason why I can rap about it. But before I've healed... I can't even, I can't talk about it, which is, yeah, like if I'm going through something, I can only talk about it after I've kind of come to terms with it. Otherwise, I'll never be able to listen to that song. I'll have to run away from it because it's something that I'm still not healed from. So I was like, I can't hear it. Oh God, please don't play around me. And that's like, I have a few songs recently. I've been, I've been doing something different in the way I record where I, um, I don't, like I'm such a um like every line counts. I never give you a line that I haven't meditated over. Like I, every line that you hear that God knows raps, oh best believe I've thought I've thought about it. But I've been doing this new thing where when I go into the studio, I don't have no lyrics. I don't have no plan cuz I'm trying to push myself. I'm trying to get better. And literally, I just go there with nothing. I know I I was inspired by my brother outside of YP. He just goes in. Uh, he doesn't think about it. He just goes. Uh, and I admire it. But I've been kind of pushing myself in that way, still being so lyrical. But because if I go with no plan, I usually rap about what I'm going through now. And I hate listening back to it. Because I'm just like... Oh my days, I'm so I'm so broken. <laughs> I'm so broken and I'm going through so much. Um people usually love those songs. Um so I have to um I have to really um yeah, it's 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 helping me grow actually, but it's hard. It's hard. So yeah, 
I have a lot of songs talking about anxiety. Soon come. Uh, do, you, do you ever try and write like from a character's point of view or like from a, a kind of a third person perspective or is it always a personal with you? Like that's what you've always done. That's what you'll always do. You know, there's other people have different gifts and my gift is introspection. Shout out to people like, you know, like Nas. He's, you know, great at observation. Like some Merle's another guy who's also uh, by shows because he also loved Nas. But some people have that gift of like literate. Kendrick is always uh, very observational. But I'm similar to somebody like a Chance the Rapper where like you're really hearing me and what I'm, you know, what's going on in my brain at that time. And I like wit and humor. Uh, so literally i i may get there but i pay hey, who knows how i'm i'm genuinely trying to learn new skills so maybe you will maybe you won't but i, I think there's a quote that says uh focus on your strengths but work on your weaknesses so I'll, I'll keep working on that and so for you 2019 what does that hold in store you say that you're going around you're willing to travel anywhere and everywhere yeah, meeting man. up with producers invite I me mean, invite me i want to come too what what's the plan? Do you have like a God knows solo album in in percolating in your head? I love the Stormzy approach and the Chance the Rapper approach, um, which shows because they're both very much uh, independent thinkers, and their approach is just keep releasing music you like and keep doing it. And if it makes sense to become a project, then so be it. But I don't want to have the formulaic thing of I have a single and I'm gonna bring out an album as soon as that nah man you might get a, you might get a song you might get two you might get five you might get you know but as long as I literally keep making music and right now I'm in the best shape of my life creating uh thank you to the people festival uh shout out to uh the boss lady Mary Hickson Shout out to horses. Oh, shout out to... Shout out to Macaulay Culkin as well, who interviewed you for his podcast. Yeah. Tell me about that. What's, it, what's, hey. what's he like? He sounded, he sounded like... Like he kind of didn't do his homework. He was like, Irish rap? What? What's the... There's rap music being made in what's Ireland? What's Irish rap? It's a sound that you can't predict. <laughs> but like, hey. uh, he seemed like a cool guy. I heard that you guys got on really well with him and that you had like an amazing weekend. That man, everybody was... Mac... Like, Mac was so nice about us, man. Like, I was like, wow, Mac, like, you know. I didn't know he, he felt that deep. I met him in the toilet, actually. Uh, <laughs> Where, like, so many great conversations have started. Yeah, but this was a toilet in, in uh, a very uh, distinguished and incredible-looking building, which was uh, used uh, as a big radio station called the Funk House. Uh, so... It wasn't no small jacks, okay? It was huge. So it that's I'm I'm just giving you a vivid imagery that this place was huge and it was the part where you wash your hands. It wasn't in all right, cool. Too much information. But um so the whole time we knew he was there, okay? Like it's not like we didn't know that's Macaulay Culkin, but no one wants to go up there and say, You're Macaulay Culkin <laughs> Because you look you know, because you don't want to make him feel bad. Because the thing is, you're surrounded by other super superstars, you know, like, dude, Moses Sumney just around the corner. You got, uh, you know, Justin Vernon just over there. And I'm like, okay, so everyone that I pretty much look up to is just literally like just here hanging out. I felt like 
I got my opportunity because this, this now it could be like, yo, Max. So I know that you, you, you know, I know you're in a band and stuff. Like, so um, how about you come? Like, you know, we're just in, around the corner. Uh, <laughs> we're just around the corner in the studio over there. Like, if you want to come too, you know, you could, you could, you could just play a little something. And then from there, it was much easier, you know, to continue communicating because, you know, I didn't want him to feel like. You know, you're in a musician space and I'm sure you've come as just, a, you know, I know he was podcasting the week, but I I had thought it was more on the band capacity. Uh, so I wanted to approach him as a musician and be like, yo, fam, if that's what you, that's, that's what you're happy to do this week, let's do that. And from there, the conversations uh, kept happening. And, you know, if we were around, you know, we would be like, yo, Mark, what's good? Yo, you having a good time? Everything cool? I guess... I didn't recognize it, but like he really did enjoy all of our company and that's fantastic because we really enjoyed his. And I only found out that um, his lady is someone I actually look up to more than him. No disrespect, Mac. I only, I love uh, Home Alone. and But I only like think about Home Alone at Christmas. But the sweet life of Zach and Cody, my G, cause that raised me, yo. His lady is Brenda Song, all right? London Tipton from Man is with London. And he was, and she was, Brenda Song was with Mac every single time. But because we were so caught up in, and she looked pretty shy. You know, when, when someone looks shy, I'm like, I don't want to make you shyer. So I'm just going to say hello and just move on. And now I get it because you're Brenda Song, yo. If I had realized it's Brenda Song, I wouldn't have. Sorry, Mac, I wouldn't have really focused on Mac. I would have been like, yo, what was it like? What's Mr. Mosby up to? <laughs> oh, my days. How, how is the Spruce Brothers? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of surprise, amazing people there, too. So, yeah. So, you can imagine the dopeness that was the people festival it's kind of like an improv festival you're playing like you don't know who you're playing with or something like that i mean did you guys collaborate with anybody else over there while you played with yeah can you say anyone i have to hold my tongue i think is, is it going to come out at some stage like i sure hope so <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. i'll press stop and you can tell me later <laughs> Yes, maybe I might have to do So, that. okay, I won't keep you much longer. What's what's the state of Russ and Gano family now? Was that kind of the last event that you've done together? Uh, we, we got music coming. Uh, we got music coming. We actually just finished a song the other day, but we, we're waiting because um, we did a lot of music in Berlin. And um, when we did all of that music, it's literally like collaborating. I think the the way it was is like, and a, a super uh okay look i'll, I'll continue because i got stories on stories about the if i if I, this podcast could have been about the people festival but um literally the way the the festival worked is you get there and literally um i'll give you a picture i'll give you just a little picture of what it's like you get there all these great musicians and everyone becomes an individual. And that's one thing about the People Festival that's really cool. Everyone's in, in incredible bands, but you don't know who's who. You know them because you know them by their their government. So everyone is written on the list by their government. So unless you, you know, oh, his name is actually blah, blah, blah. Uh, so 
you get there, everyone's hanging out at like at the hotel lobby space or whatever. And there's like different rooms and different places and everyone just jams. So this is at the hotel. This is not even studio. Said that. So then everyone can just jam. You don't have to be God knows from Rusangana. You're just God knows who is an MC. And this person is just a producer who makes music. So you're not your brand. You're just a person, which is why I guess it's people. So listen. The first night we get there, it's a Sunday night. Me, John, Merle, we're chilling. We're we're enjoying ourselves. Are you crazy? We're just happy to be here in Berlin. Just happy to be about, yo. So, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. I know Damien Rice. Big up yourself. Oh, big up my night, Dave Kit. Yo, my brothers, we're here. We're here. We're about. So then we go to meet mary and she's like oh yeah make sure you check out the basement all the producers are gonna be down there around midnight ish cool i'll stick about i want to see who the producers are man we're just cast to be about so then we we find our way to this everything is like being in a movie and it's happening in slow motion just imagine walking in slow motion there's like now in my head there's smoke coming out of the basement but there wasn't really smoke i'm just telling you this story so just imagine this is what it's like in my head now every time i repeat the story so now there's smoke in this basement you're walking in there's like a lot of people and they all look super cool because they're musicians you get me everyone's looking super cool everyone's got those shoes that you can't afford anyway stare like the ones you want but you can never you, you look at the price you say nah fam um then you walk in there yeah then in the there's like this square right it's like big square of like wires it looks like it's like a massive robot but it's all producers with all their equipment so just imagine all these wires running up to this middle of this square table you have like in the middle you have the big boss man justin vernon i'm like that's born my lord next to him you have like boys noise get me like raw and then beside him, you have Francis and the Lights playing. You know what I'm saying? And there's, there's like four or five other producers. They're just banging rhythms out. Bro, that was my trip finished. <laughs> I was already like, I can go home now. Look look at this. Look at this. This is mad. They start playing. They're playing their tunes or whatever. And then they're like, okay, cool. Uh, uh, this is Justin. Justin's like, all right, cool. That's fantastic. So now all we need is some vocalists. Bro, the the way I jumped, I think my voice cracked. Like, you know, I felt like my voice cracked. Like I was 15. I was like, we're here. We're here. Was it just like all of you guys, like a classroom or something? You all put your hands up. Bro, <laughs> I, I, I felt like it was just, <laughs> I, I, yo, forget everybody else. Like, we're here right now. And literally, uh, like, you know, he looked back, looked at me and Merle. He's like, get the two boys some microphones. Bro, if I, I, I rapped like, Yo, killed it. Oh man, no, nah, they like I don't want to say killed it, but it was like so filled with passion. And that moment, uh, the the boss man Justin is like, "Yo, I love those lyrics, yo. That's yo. You know I'm recording this, right, bro? That was it. And it was only Sunday. I could have went home. I'm like, I can go back to Ireland now. Justin Vernon is recording my lyrics." With Boys Noise and Francis and the Lights. Okay. 
I can go. We're here. I'm, it's been nice. And this was only the first day. We had to like, we stayed until like the whole week. So imagine that's just Sunday night. We haven't even gone to the studio sessions. So yeah, there's a lot of, we did, I think, you know, we recorded 18 songs, seven performances. Um, so that's, that's the power of uh, the festival. And I remember the last day we're going home and um, I'm like, let me try and get as many jewels from Justin as much as I can. Because I look up to him. I think we all do. Um, so I'm like, yo, Just, so why did you start this festival? He's like, you know what? I wanted to, I wanted to start a festival where, do you know, that pretentiousness of festivals. I wanted that to be deaded. I wanted to to focus on the most important thing, which is the music. So I just want to, you know, he's like, I've I've done everything that you can do, but I love the community of musicians working with musicians and without having the, like, you know, you can get out get out of the aspect that you are whoever you just do music and that's what they did we did music they you know we were fed and we did music that's for the whole week you get fed and you did music and you performed get fed do music perform and sometimes it'll be like suddenly i'm rapping away and then i look beside me moses somni is singing i almost forgot all my lyrics just to be like okay i'm just gonna watch you sing now because that's what it is so that's what people festival was like and when i came home do you think i just want to stay home and by myself anymore no man i want to go out there and make music with anyone in ireland so that kind of taught me i want to bring the people festival energy all over ireland and i think with uh, all the music i'm going to do and come out with is going to have a bit of that where it's like it's not just me if you come to my house uh, and we make music together even if you're just breathing i want you on it and i just want to bring that vibe because that's when the best creativity is going to come out so long story short long long story short um literally this year that's that's who god knows is this year so if you wanted to know but yes there is rusangano music coming um but we're still we're still trying to wait for other you know because we worked with other people so you want to make sure that other people also get their co-sign and say oh we've heard the songs let's bring it out uh if if it comes quicker if all those co-signs and and that stuff gets wrapped up quicker you'll get the music quicker but in the meantime Merley's producing uh he produced both both songs by denise child and i think he's also uh recording me and producing me uh, my name is john is international he's working with some dope mcs from the uk uh and so many more as well so we're all working but uh if you want to know if rf music is coming it is coming um but at the moment i think there is a lot of uh a lot more studio work than performance work Wow, uh, it sounds amazing. It sounds like it's a great year in store. And you almost answered my question. I was going to say, like, Merley produced Denise's two tracks. Is John starting to feel threatened? Ah, like, nah. be thrown out of the family? Nah, not at all. Not at all. I mean, you know, John is a superstar, yo. <laughs> my guy is he's a wizard. He's always been. Uh, and I think more so he's uh, super supportive, as you know. Um, so, yeah, he's a Don. And he's also doing his thing. Absolutely killing it. Um is only there's a few songs I've heard with uh with an MC called Tremendous from the UK and there's so much more that he is doing as well so shout out to Merley and John Dons
let's leave it there thanks a lot for doing the interview god knows uh really enjoyed it i can't wait to hear the new music you're going to come out with in 2019 2020 2021 and yes. on and on and look, on and on look forward to it bro mm-hmm.